right? But frankly speaking, if you don't have experience for setting rules, honestly, you can't do the job. Especially in the medical field. The medical field, you can't circumvent experience because you are dealing with life and death situations. So you have to have some degree of experience to be able to do the job. Other roles may not be that uh, much in, in, you know, in terms of the need to have relevant work experience, right? But it may just be there as, um, what do you call it, a, a stumbling block to actually not get you employed because there's so many people who need who have experience who need employment but with that said this is this is how i would do it if i were to start my career all over again and this in this episode we're going to talk about how do you get a job with no experience trust me i have been there that is actually the worst place to be. You literally have finished school. You desperately need a job. And anywhere you go, they say, mm, because you don't have experience, we want two years experience, one year experience, three years experience. Because of that, okay, we throw your, they throw your CV uh, in, into the trash can or dustbin. That is not a good place to be. So, I'm just going to share tips and strategies by which you can circumvent this if you do not have relevant work experience. And there we go. So one of the things that happened to me um, uh, when I was living in London at that time, I had a degree um, and the degree was actually in quantity surveying or building technology. And I had just moved into uh, to London at that time and was struggling to get work. I actually wanted to do some work and I did everything that I could. So I started a, a second degree in chartered accountancy. And um, I was just holding out and holding out and started sending out applications upon applications. But at the, by the time I could say, Jack, I had sent out close, close to me, maybe over 500 applications and nothing happened. Most of the rejections were based on the fact that you don't have any experience. You don't have any experience, right? I was even thinking that you were going to reject my application because at that time, my first degree was in Ghana. Uh, that was not even the issue. The issue was I didn't have experience. And it was just excruciatingly painful. So I did all sort of menial jobs just to survive, just to get by until the right day came. I wished... I knew what I'm about to share to you today. I wish I knew this back then. Things would have been different. So, what my recommendation is going to be is that, yes, that desire to get candidates with work experience has not changed. It probably will never change. You are going to have to adapt to be able to position yourself in a way that work experience does not become a hindrance to you getting the desired work that you want. So, to get things going, um, this, this is my prescription. Let's say you've finished, you've majored in, let's say, mathematics or civil engineering, wh whatever major that you majored in, and you are out of school and you're looking for work. The temptation is always to look for 
um, employment, quote unquote, that is like math watery with all the perks and everything. Everyone, everyone wants that, right? But frankly speaking, if you don't have experience for certain roles, honestly, you can't do the job. Especially in the medical field. The medical field, you can't circumvent experience because you are dealing with life and death situations. So you have to have some degree of experience to be able to do the job. Other roles may not be that uh, much in, in, you know, in terms of the need to have relevant work experience. right? But it may just be there as, um, what do you call it, a, a stumbling block to actually not get you employed. Because there are so many people who need, who have experience, who need employment. But with that said, this is this is how I would do it if I were to start my career all over again, and this works. So what you do is instead of looking for paid gigs or paid employment, look for places where you can volunteer. You let's say look for a window of three to six months. So if you can do three months, great. If you can actually do six months, that is absolutely fantastic. So you approach the company that you would want, you would like to work for, right? And and in this case, because you are going to target to do it for free, you are going to look for a company that is a bit closer to you or. You have to arrange with your parents or your loved ones that they are going to have to bankroll you a little bit for about 90 days, between 90 days to 180 days so that you get your foot in the door. So you approach this organization and say, look, I have completed XYZ degree. I really would love to work for your organization. I know not having a work experience is a stumbling block, but I don't want that to, to stand in my way. So I would want to offer my services for free for 90 days. If you can do if you can do six months, that's 180 days. More power to you. I no strings attached. I really would love to have the opportunity to learn in your organization. I really would want to do that. And if you propose this and you are genuine and you are sincere about it, right? And you have you go in there with great work ethic. You go in there, or you have the mindset that you're going to go in with great work ethic. Then trust me, that is going to open a whole world of opportunities for you in terms of your career. So the key thing is target voluntary work. But your attitude is going to be okay. I'm targeting voluntary work, but my attitude, my work ethic, everything is going to be like I'm a paid employee. If you target voluntary work and your mindset is, oh, this is just voluntary work, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Because once you accept it, everyone in the organization is going to know about you. Everyone is going to be monitoring you to the letter. They're going to be, they're going to be watching. So you go in there, you're going to be one of the first people to come in at work, take shorter breaks. You're going to be one of the last people to leave, go with a curious mindset. That you are asking good questions. You're always curious. You want to find out why they are doing this, how they are doing it, you know, and being helpful to people. What that is going to do is that after that 90 days or after the 180 days, whichever comes first or whichever you are comfortable with, they are going to call you to make you an offer if you put in your best foot forward, if you put in your best work. And what's going to happen is that 
you are going to have that experience. Even should in case they do not want to move forward with you for whatever reason. Now you can package them and take that as work experience for your next gig or the, or the next job opening that you see within that field. And that is one of the keys. The second piece is that if your skill set is not up to par, let's you finish school and everything, but your skill set is really not up to par. Everything you've learned up to that point is theory. I, I heard this uh, quote from, uh, I think, Mark Cuban, who is this multi-billionaire owner of the Dallas Mavericks basketball team. You can Google him up. And I heard him say it somewhere. I can't remember precisely where, but this is what he said. He says, having a first degree literally, literally opens the door for you to start learning. <laughs> right? So your first degree um, is, is the pathway on which you start learning. So yes, you've got that prestigious degree from that great school, but my Cuban is saying that honestly, that is actually nothing. You are now about to start learning. So with that, with that mindset, you, if you don't have the requisite skills yet to make yourself useful, then you probably may have to take maybe about a month, probably six weeks or eight weeks, get some online courses, some digital skills down your belt, master them, and then you package it all together with your degree and go and offer yourself for an, a free three-month or six-month gig with any organization of your choice. And that, my friend, will do the magic. The other issue I need to point out is sometimes we are tempted to do advanced degrees. Let's say in, in this case, maybe a master's program or a PhD program. There's nothing wrong with that. But the timing, my advice will always be, I wouldn't recommend, unless you're probably doing, a, unless you're in the medical field, of course, or unless maybe you're in the pharmacy or med, medicine or any of these medical fields that you actually, before you even get any job at all, you have to have advanced degrees. If it's that, that's fine. Or if you want to teach, maybe you want to be a college professor, you can just literally just run through your academics from first degree to a master's to a PhD program with no work experience whatsoever. But if those two brackets you don't fall in, then I would not recommend that you do a first degree. I mean, you do an advanced degree right on the back of your first degree. I would recommend that you get some work experience, ideally maybe a two-year work experience, before you do your advanced program. This is the reason why. The moment you do that advanced degree, what you've done is, in your mind, you think you are worth more, right? You're worth more in the job. Let's say you've did... Um, let's say a BS in economics and then uh, you didn't have any work experience then you just went ahead and did an MBA. It's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But to me, my issue is with the timing. In your mind, having an MBA, you think you are entitled to a higher salary or higher compensation, which probably, yes, you probably have spent more money on your education. But that wouldn't, your skill set at that time wouldn't translate to the skill set required for the job. Somebody who only has a first degree and has five years experience is far better than you are. 
right so what you've done is that you have just priced yourself out of the job market and that makes you searching for a job difficult because by by the mere fact that you have an advanced degree something that is supposed to be um a plus is quote-unquote becoming a minus or a disadvantage in this case because of timing so i will recommend that you time it that you get some work experience before you pursue advanced programs the mathematics is this every employer wants you to add more value than they pay you for right so typically i use the i use the rule of five most employers would re require or would in inadvertently in their minds think that okay if I'm paying you X amount, then you should be providing me X times five value, right? So if you can't provide me more value than your cost, I won't hire you. So you have to think about think about it from the perspective of the employer. Yes, you finished uh, first degree. Yes, immediately you did a master's program. But what value do you bring? At that point, you still don't know. You still don't know Jack, right? It's on the job that you are going to start learning. And you don't want to do things to, um, what do you call it, make it difficult or outprice yourself from the job market, right? And lastly, what you need to do is you need to think about foot in the door. You going to work for somebody for free is actually a foot in the door strategy. When you're, you get the opportunity to actually land your foot in the door, now you can begin to assert yourself by your skill, by your attitude. And I believe that will set you for a great career. Now, great watching. I have another video that you're going to see on this screen. It's, it's going to be either here or there. One, one, anywhere there. And it's about what to do if you can't find a job after you graduate from school. I want you to watch that video. It's going to, it's going to blow your mind. Watch that video and I'll see you soon in the next video. Thanks for watching.